0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us on yet another sunny and rather calm day here in the capital. I'm Matthew O'Neill, and today, as always, we ensure that we have a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. First, we're joined by Anton Noble, leader of the GIM Intervention Team at Assist Trauma Care. Anton, Hello. Hello. Well, thank you very much for coming on the program today. Now, normally the show is entirely about leadership, but before we get there, let's have a, uh, a quick discussion about COVID-19. It's dominated our lives over the past few months. How has it affected assist trauma care?
1: Uh, it's affected assist trauma care in, um, in, in many ways due to the work that um, assist trauma care do is, very therapeutic and a therapist side so normally we see the clients face to face but at this moment in time it was hard for us to see anyone due to the government uh, restrictions so there was people out there that were suffering from trauma and and mental illness which we couldn't really support but we could support over telephone or virtual Mm -hmm. We believe in our methods that uh, being there in presence with someone is more recovering and h- healthy for the mind than someone that's not around them and just speaking through a phone. So, yeah, it affected us greatly, but we we did overcome with different methods that we use. So, yeah, it was a it was a challenging time, but we 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 adapted to the. We adapted to the client and what they needed.
0: Now, do you feel that the uh, experience of the COVID nineteen restrictions and uh, the whole pandemic, as it were, is going to change the way that you operate uh, for the future?
1: Yeah, I think uh, I believe that uh, this COVID nineteen has put a lot of fear into people, and uh, uh, it's put uh, things backwards in 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 a sense where people are more scared to be around people. They're, they're, they're scared to open up to people now. I think there's, it's, the perfect idea has come as uh, dividing people instead of bringing people together in this pandemic. I, I, I do believe that uh, a lot of people, companies and services have tried to come together. But because the pandemic has been so greatly, most of all these services are surviving. And when you're in survival mode, You're looking after yourself more than looking after others in the sun. So at this moment in time, I believe that uh, the way we're going forward is that we have to uh, adapt to if it may come again or something like this may come again. And we have to learn from what we've been through now. So if it does happen again, we can literally adjust to plan B and operate correctly in what we're doing.
0: Now, of course, um, it's a very interesting time for many organizations, and and of course, uh, you work in a very interesting field. If you wouldn't mind um, explaining to our listeners what exactly Assist Trauma Care uh, does.
1: So, uh, Assist Trauma Care is a service that's therapeutic and they uh, support people in homicide, death, and uh, seriously traumatized background if they've been in terrorism or they've been in a, a scenario where it's quite horrific where we have specialist therapists that will work with them which there's no time limit but also through that we uh, assist trauma care is an uh, umbrella of guiding young minds which is GYM mm-hmm. this, which is what I'm needing and this is uh, a service that deals with uh, people involved in gangs as I'm a mentor that was uh, originally from a gang background but, over, but overcome, and now work with the youth that are involved in violence to get them out of their gang life as well. Mm. But we put assist and guiding young minds together, which is mentors and therapists together, so we can work with children because we believe that the youth that are in violence have a traumatic background, which is which is why... They do a lot of violence and hurt people because they are hurt and they're, not, and they're not being healed. So we're a service that work with youth from the age of uh, five all the way up to 25 around gang violence. And assist trauma care is the umbrella of the service that I'm needing, which is guiding your mind. So we work in schools, we work with professionals, we work with police, we work with the councils. And we work with the community to bring hope and life to an area which people have um, put a lot of uh, names to that people can't have opportunities or youth can't have opportunities to get a better. We are mentors and therapists that support the youth mm. to think different and overcome scenarios and things that they're involved in.
0: Now, of course, it's a it's a very difficult thing to talk about, and I hope you don't mind me asking. But what brought you into the gang life to begin with?
1: Uh, the, my was due to my my background and family home, which my family home were very good. So I left and saw um, attraction to those who had material things. I always had an eye for material stuff. So if I couldn't get it, I would I would find ways to get it, which was wrong ways, mm. and that kind of life led me to the wrong path. Which is when you feed negativity, it it comes to a point where it overcomes you, and you get drowned in it, and you lose yourself. So I had to go through stuff in my life that had to bring me back mm-hmm. to where I should be, which is where I am now. And yeah. I've always been a character that loves people. So, yeah. It,
0: and uh, what was the turning point uh, that made you have the decision that you wanted to leave uh, the gang life?
1: My turning point was due to my older brother. He nearly died. And due to the things that he's witnessed and the drugs that he took, which then I had to save him and do mouth-to-mouth and all that kind of stuff to him. Because it personally hit me because I, I looked up to him. And he nearly passed away. It it made me realize life is not a game. It's a you you. If you do good to others, good will come back. And so I literally changed my life from when that happened. And I turned.
0: And was that a difficult journey?
1: Yes, it was a difficult journey due to when you do things in the past, it do it does come and haunt you. But mm. it's how you react to it. If you react to it in a positive way, in love and forgiveness, then it, it actually pushes you more towards what you're going to achieve. But if you if you fight with fire with fire, you're just going to be dragged back to who you were before. Mm-hmm. And it's scary to be something that you weren't. It's uh, change hurts. When I say change hurts, it means change hurts. Means when when you change your mind and go to a, a place where you have never been before, it's scary, but there's, 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 the hurt makes you stronger and it makes you be a better person because you're coming into a field where you uh, have never been before, but you learn so much from different people you've never been around before that have been around people of
0: Now, of course, we're here to discuss the concept of leadership. And normally I start this part of the conversation by asking, what does the word leader mean to you? But we're going to come to that. Um, do you feel that all your life experiences up to this point have made you have the qualities of a leader? And why do you think that is so?
1: I believe that my, my life uh, has brought me to a uh, person as a leader due to I've been around people that have, that, are, that are leaders and they've, they've mentored me in a, in a place where I was at my lowest but my lowest point was my, my greatest strength so they've taught my weakness to my strength and they've taught me how to adapt to stuff and a leader what I believe is is someone that goes front line they, they, they say orders but they also show what the team should do and they show when it comes to difficult times that they're in front and they will go to the battlefield first before they sent others in. That's, that's the leaders that I've been around.
0: So, so lead around. by example.
1: Yeah, they lead by example. And and that's who I've been mentored from. So assist care is needed by a woman called Barbara. And she's a great woman. And she's my personal person that has mentored me to be the person I am today.
0: Now, do you feel uh, that leaders in business share this this sort of um outlook or do you feel that that's lacking? do you feel that uh, a bit more life experience would set them up uh for a better uh empathy with those they lead
1: yeah i feel i feel that like much uh it, it there's not much of that promoted in the, in the leadership and in the uh business uh sector i, f- I believe that you have to have- have empathy. You have to be. You have to go through stuff to, sh- to actually show it, so people can feel what you're saying. And I think a lot of uh, it's it's not very really, it's not very really promoted. I don't believe no. I feel that it needs to be promoted more, so people can see that you even though you are a leader, you still you still fear, you still you still get scared, you still feel uncertain about stuff. But you use the fear. And uncertainty to drive you as a fuel to where you need to go, not to stop you and and to be strong in front of the team. It's nice to see someone that's a leader that gets weak and shows that they're weak, but they still continue to lead. That just shows you that they're human and they're humble to know at their weak stage they're showing you that at times you will feel like this instead of showing when they're always strong because it's the light. It's good to show all sides of things.
0: What can we do to encourage uh good leadership characteristics in young people? How can we develop them?
1: I as my life and who are the kids that I work with that are high with many of the kids that I always teach them is to be themselves and to be honest and to be true to themselves. The first the first hurt that you can ever bring to yourself is lying to yourself. And so with the children, with myself, I give myself away to them first. So I tell them everything I've done wrong, and then I tell them everything I've right to make it right. And then I show them, You, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And you, what you put in will grow and it will increase. And so a great uh, to, to put great leadership into a child is to show them to be who they are and who their purpose is. And to grow in it and not to try and be someone else but to be themselves that's the first great a great leader is to show someone who their, what their techniques are and their skills, and not to teach them how to think, but to teach them how to think about stuff that they're they're passionate about and to think about problems that they can solve that's the great that's the greatest key of the youth is to make them have a purpose in solving problems because that's where it, that's where the love and the encouragement comes from, and the need comes from what you're passionate about to change.
0: Mm. Now, Anton, unfortunately, our time together has drawn to its close. But before I let you go, what does the next twelve months have in store for Gym Intervention Team at Assist Trauma Care? Uh,
1: Gym, we're we're growing. And we're uh, covering a lot of um, areas now, which is Coventry, Northamptonshire, Wiltshire. We're growing in team, and we want to bring people that have had from a life of convicts and been in and started bad, that want to start good, and want to change their life around. We want to work with them and get them on board, so they can encourage other youth that you may have done bad and started bad, but there's grace and mercy here. That could uh, change. If you want to change, then we will give you a chance to change. And it, you're never in too deep to make a change. So, if you, and we're here to support anyone that's gone down the wrong path and would like to uh, get back on the right path of life.
0: Well, Anton, it's been a, a fabulous uh, time talking with you, and we we'll have to have you back on at some point in the future. But for now, we have to say goodbye. Anton, thank you. Thank you. That was Anton Noble, leader of the GYM intervention team at Assist Trauma Care. And now, if you haven't heard it before, is my exclusive interview with our chairman, Lord Blunkett. Lord Blunkett, welcome.
2: Thank you very much. It's very good to be with you.
0: Um, well, of course, uh, nothing is being said uh, at the moment other than COVID-19, uh, which uh, we must touch on.
2: the opposite uh, political party to the, the present government, I think that with some hiccups and mistakes, they've not done a bad job in what has been incredibly difficult circumstances
0: and you're absolutely right in a in a liberal uh democracy that we live in it's it's very difficult for people to swallow orders given to them from government um
2: well the the u k and um and the u s and to some extent to uh, the scandinavian countries and a very good ideas as to how to achieve it.
0: Now, of course, one of the biggest problems Secure is facing will be tackling the party's anti-Semitism problem. Uh, there has been a recent internal report that has been quite damning. Uh, what's your response uh, to that report, and what does Secure need to do in response?
2: Well, there are two reports. One which is being produced by the Equality and Human Rights Commission, uh, which he will, and has already indicated, will, Implementing in full. The second was a leaked report put together by the supporters of Jeremy Corbyn, 800 pages of private uh, interchanges on social media, which he has uh, Keir Starmer set up an investigation to identify uh, who did it, who leaked it, what the content was, does it have any salience and lessons for us, and where necessary action will be taken. So I hope that as he moved very quickly to reassure the Jewish community, so he will be able to take the necessary steps to back up that reassurance with the kind of actions that says that this was a blight on a historic great political party that all all of us were ashamed of. We've been able to put that behind us and to move on to facing the future with confidence.
0: What's the one king, uh, key thing that Secure needs to do to restore Labour as an election-winning party?
2: I think Sakir Starmer's major challenge is to convince sceptical voters that Labour has not only reverted to a party that they can support because they can see it acting, developing,